Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. Thanks for being here with me again today. Hopefully you caught the last few episodes. We did part one and part two of triggers of how to use our triggers. You know, our triggers show us where we are not free, where we're not free, because our triggers are triggering where we need to change the way that we think and where we need to release something, an old memory, an old belief, an old emotion that hasn't been totally processed all the way through. So there are ways to free ourselves permanently from triggers. And hopefully you caught part one and part two because because it's life-changing. It's life-changing to start eliminating your triggers. Let me tell you, it's amazing. Today on the show, uh, you know, this interesting thing happens when I record an episode. I record episodes spontaneously, just when I feel the urge to. And as I've mentioned before, I don't have notes when I record. So it's always interesting to me to see what comes through. And then sometimes they'll kind of sit. And then I will edit them sometimes a day or two later, sometimes a week or two later. And it's so interesting because when I edited this particular episode, I was like, wow, I've been doing this work personally so deeply for the last few weeks. You know, anybody who teaches something, anybody who teaches something that they're deeply, deeply passionate about, it's because they want to learn these things first, right? And what I talk about on today's show is something that I've been doing in different ways for the last several years, which is uncovering parts of me that have been hidden and letting them be free. We all have parts of us that have been in hiding that we have for some reason hidden away from others and from ourselves, actually. And we do this for many, many reasons. But the main one, the main reason this happens is because at some point in childhood, we learned that it wasn't safe to show that side of us. So maybe you got bullied in school one day when you wore kind of a unique, interesting outfit to school and you got laughed at. And so you never wore that outfit again. And in fact, then you tried to just wear the same thing that everyone else was wearing. Well, you might be a fashion genius, my friend, but that part is now hidden. Or perhaps in childhood, you wanted to express a certain part of yourself, a certain side of yourself, but your parents wanted you to focus on something different. Maybe you were really creative, but your parents wanted you to focus on the sciences. Maybe you were really emotionally intelligent and you were interested in something like psychology, but your parents or your teachers wanted you to focus on something different. We have all of these interests or hidden desires or creative aspects of ourselves that got hidden in childhood. I would venture to say everybody does. Because in childhood, what's really important to us is to be accepted and to be loved. And some of us learn that in order to be accepted or to be loved, we have to acquiesce to what others around us want from us. We have to be who they want us to be. We have to do what they want us to do. And if we go against that, it does not work out to our advantage. Right? We get reprimanded or we get punished or we get made fun of or mocked or bullied or what have you. So we hide these parts of us. Only they don't just remain hidden in childhood. They remain hidden into adulthood. 
These parts are hidden, but they don't die. And that's important. These parts are hidden, but they don't die. So a lot of people think to themselves, well, the only gifts that I have, the only talents that I have are what I'm doing right now for work. And this is a really interesting thing because I have people come to me that want to potentially change careers or change the way they're doing their career or do something kind of differently. And they say, but I don't have any skills or assets or gifts outside of what it is that I'm currently doing. And my response is always that you're aware of because everybody has hidden gifts and talents. It's just that you haven't been using them. You've forgotten about them. They've been in hiding. They've been siphoned off and hidden away. And that's okay, because as a child, you had to. We always have to do these things. It's a defense mechanism, a self-protective mechanism, and that's okay. But now in adulthood, if you use particular techniques and ways of doing things, you can kind of unearth these parts of you and you can let them be free. That's something that we do an immense amount of in my career workshop, Your Life's Work, is we unearth these amazing parts of you. We bring forward all your hidden gifts and talents. We tease them out. There's several different ways that we do this throughout the workshop. And it's so fun to see people's life explode and their confidence explode and their creativity, all these things just blossom. So today I wanted to give you a little taste of what that can be for you. And as I said at the beginning of this introduction, this is something that has been circling back around for me personally. You know, when I thought about leaving my career as a super dentist, a prosthodontist, I didn't know what else I could do. But then as I started unearthing these hidden parts of me, I realized I had so many things that I love to do that I absolutely love to do. And things that just fill me with joy, like in and outside of the career, in and outside of what I'm doing now for work. And these things, these parts of me that were siphoned away, that were hidden, that were essentially disconnected from my day-to-day being, these parts of me have given me so much joy, so much joy. They have filled my life with so much color and vitality and energy and eroticism and amazingness and intrigue, curiosity, creativity, all the things. I mean, my life is just flowering because I've let these parts of me breathe. I've let these parts of me be free. That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So keep an open mind when you listen to today's episode and maybe even listen more than once. As usual, if this episode resonates with you, I would ask you to send it to a friend, somebody that you think could benefit too. And if you're enjoying this episode, if you've been enjoying the podcast in general, please, please, please rate and review wherever you listen. You know, just as a little background, this is something that I do on my own time, totally for free. I'm not pursuing sponsorship at this juncture. It's something that I have chosen to do. I really love doing it. But what is helpful for me is for the podcast to scale and to reach more people just like you. And that is done with ratings and reviews and with sharing. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that and to support me and the show. I really do appreciate your support. So thank you so much. Please always remember to check out the show notes. There are additional links. Things that I mentioned in the episode are linked in the show notes as well as my offerings and how you can work one-on-one with me or in one of my masterminds or if you would like to sign up for my workshop Trigger Free to eliminate triggers. All the things are in the show notes, so be sure to check out the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. Without further ado, let's dive in. Please enjoy this episode of Transform. 
Have you ever thought about doing something and you think about it over and over and over again? And maybe when you think about it, it's not even something that you're consciously aware of that you're thinking about. It's just these thoughts, these ideas about doing something in your head keep coming up and keep replaying. And it's as though there's a part of you that's wanting to do something, but then maybe there's some other parts of you that are withholding or aren't ready or can't even imagine this thing that you're imagining doing. Can't even imagine executing it in reality because that would be crazy. That would be crazy, right? I want to talk about these fantasies that you're having. I want to talk about these ideas that you have in your mind about doing something. I want to talk about the things that you've considered doing, but maybe you're thinking, oh, I'll do them in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I want to talk about the thing that maybe you want to do, but you're, you're also thinking, that's not me. Or maybe the thing that you want to do, but you're scared of what everyone will think. My parents told me this story about when I was little. It was my very first dance recital. I was maybe, I don't know, three, four. I could have been older than that. I was probably older than three, right? Like I w wouldn't have been dancing at three years old. Maybe I was like six or seven. <laughs> I don't know. I was very young. Uh, I had just started dancing and we had a little dance recital and it was, you know, like a very, very simple dance recital. One of those dance recitals with the little kids where it's just so adorable and so cute and they're kind of all out of sync, you know, but they're doing the best that they can. Well, I had this dance recital and then my parents love telling this story. Apparently when the dance ended and the lights came down, all the little girls walked off stage, except for me. I stood there in my pose. Even with the lights down, I wasn't leaving, apparently. I was not leaving the stage. Until finally, somebody had to come out on the stage and get me. When I graduated from high school, my grandma wrote me this really lovely long letter. And in the letter, she recounted that story. And in this, in this letter, she said, you just stood there smiling and someone had to go pull you off stage. I guess you just wanted everyone to remember you. I guess you just wanted everyone to remember you. We are full of contradictions, aren't we? There's a part of us that wants to feel special, that wants deeply to be seen. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be known. And yet, Sometimes we hide, don't we? Sometimes we withhold. We withhold our thoughts. We withhold our opinions. We hold back from doing things that we deeply, secretively want to do. We don't tell people what we really think or how we're really feeling. 
and we put people's needs before our own. We prioritize what other people need, what we think other people want before our own wants and needs. So we want to be known. We want to be seen. And yet, we stop people from seeing us fully, from seeing us wholly and completely. The author, the really brilliant and beautiful author, David Foster Wallace, gave a commencement speech in 2005. And the name, the title of this speech is This is Water. And I'm going to put this in the show notes. If you haven't heard this, you should, because it's truly, truly wonderful. But in the beginning of this speech, he says, There are these two young fish swimming along, and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way, who nods at them and says, Morning, boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit, and then eventually one of them looks at the other and goes, What the hell is water? Wallace says, The point of the fish story is merely that the most obvious important realities are often the ones that are hardest to see and talk about. And in the same speech, he also quotes the very familiar quote that you've probably likely heard. The mind is an excellent servant, but a terrible master. We are those fish. We are those fish swimming in water, not even realizing that we're in water. We are those fish as we are adults walking around with narratives and stories, thoughts, fears, beliefs, fantasies going on in our mind constantly. These ideas, these notions that dictate how we feel about things, how we view our lives, the fears that we hold about what other people think of us, the things that we think we can and can't do, We make all sorts of assumptions and we just assume that they are reality, that there is no other way. There's no other way of thinking or seeing or being. We assume that the reality that we're in is the same for everyone, that we all must be feeling the exact same way. We all must be living by the exact same rules. And yet, some, like that older fish, know that they're swimming in water. And here's the thing about knowing if you're swimming in water. When you can see the water, you can move through it more strategically. When you see the current, when you know how it moves, when you know what's happening, when you know the medium, the material with which you are flowing through, it suddenly gives you more perspective and more control over the reality that you find yourself in. And yet you can't see the water until you're ready. People can't see their own water until they're ready. In your mind, you have fantasies. You have things that you want to do. Maybe you have things that you want to say to people. Maybe there were things that have been left unsaid that you fantasized about saying. Maybe that person that mistreated you last week, you would like to say something to them that you didn't say. Or maybe there's a big leap that you're wanting to take. Or you have a 
vision in your mind of someone that you would like to be, something that you would like to do, maybe even something that you would like to leave behind. Something, someone. You have this part of your mind, and yet you have this other part of your mind that stops you. And it seems to maybe stop you all the time. Now, if you are the younger fish in water, what you're doing is you're allowing these two narratives to exist side by side. But you're following the narrative that stops you. You're following the voice that says we can't. That's the rule. You're following the voice that says we have to please other people. You're following the voice that says I can't put my phone down. I can't be present with my friends or family. I can't take that leap. I can't make that post on social media. I can't say in public what I actually think. I can't tell anyone what I'm actually feeling. I can't try that thing that I'm thinking of doing. I can't even consider these things. That's the voice you're following consistently if you don't know that you're in water. But there is an alternative. There are two opposing visions in your mind for a reason. The thought or that quiet, small hope that things could be better exist for a reason. The part of you that longs to be a little bit more wild and free or to actually show your anger, to have a full, broad spectrum of emotions to allow yourself to cry or scream, or to try that new thing be more creative, be, quote, socially inappropriate. These fantasies, these thoughts, these dreams exist for a reason. And it's not because you're just a dreamer or you just have a wild imagination. It's because these things are actual options that you could be taking. These are possible realities that you could be living. And if you're thinking, oh, there's no way That just means you're listening to the opposing voice of these dreams. But see, the difference between the young fish and the old is that the old sees the water and sees that there are alternative ways of being and choosing and moving. To see the water, you have to see that you have options. You have to see that your fantasy can be a reality. You have to see that The mind is an excellent servant, but a terrible master. And that the fantasies and the dreams of something better, the urge to be more expressive and feel your feelings, the desire to escape people-pleasing, that's coming from a truer, more raw part of you within. That's not covered up with the things that you should be. That voice is the you walking on stage and not going off when the lights are dimmed, but instead staying and saying, remember me, see me, know me. If you want to be seen and known, you have to see and know your hidden dreams. You have to see and know the reality for which you're actually searching, 
You have to see and know the thoughts and the fantasies that you're thinking, but somehow not acknowledging because the mind is running things. The mind is saying, that's an impossibility, so I'm not even going to entertain that thinking. But if you can just step back for a moment and say, wait a minute, what is my mind stopping me from seeing? What are the hidden fantasies? What are the things that I'm deeply craving? What is my soul needing? What is my heart wanting? In what ways do I actually want people to see and know and remember me? For a long time, I felt unseen. In everything I was doing, I felt unseen. It was like I would be talking or connecting, but deep down, when I was alone for a couple of hours or after I'd had a hard day or just before I was falling asleep, there was a loneliness that would creep in, this sort of distant echo of something. And for a long time, I felt like it was the people closest to me not really seeing me. And I couldn't really understand why I didn't feel seen. Until I started seeing the water. Until I started learning that the thoughts in my mind that were dictating to me that I needed to hide parts of me was keeping me small, was keeping me asleep, was keeping the real me from shining because my mind was my master and the desires of my heart were hidden so deep that I hardly knew what they were saying, that I hardly knew what they were, that I could hardly hear them, that I could hardly connect them to me. But when I started listening to this internal voice, the voice that was telling me that I had to people please, the voice that was telling me that it was dangerous for people not to like me, the voice that was telling me that I couldn't leave my career, that I'd worked nine years and half a million dollars to create, that I couldn't leave my marriage, that I couldn't leave these friends that actually weren't supporting me. When I suddenly started seeing that my mind was dictating to me who I should be. And then I started questioning what my mind was saying. It didn't take long for me to see that water and realize that I actually had a choice in the whole thing. That I didn't actually have to listen to everything that my mind was telling me. That I could actually choose differently. That I could uncover what my heart was actually saying. That I could bring those hidden, buried fantasies and those hopes for a better reality forward in my thinking, that I could look at them. And when I could see my dreams and my fantasies and my hopes and parts of me that I was actually hiding, I could then start to choose between that side of me and the part of me that was telling me who I should be based on fear and anxiety and the things that I had always been told by the people around me about who I should be. When I started listening to what my heart was wanting and I started letting these parts of me finally breathe, I realized that it wasn't other people that weren't seeing me. It was me that wasn't seeing me. I was abandoning 
me. I was ignoring parts of me because that is what I had been shown in my life to do and to be. So right now, I want to talk to the part of you that's dreaming. I want to talk to the part of you that wants to stick up for you. I want to talk to the part of you that hasn't been playful or fun since that time in childhood. I want to talk to the part of you that feels like right now it's a little bit hard to breathe. I want to talk to the part of you that is desperately wanting to break free and be seen. To that part of you, I just want to say, you're amazing. You are amazing. You deserve to be seen. And it's safe for you to come out and play for a little while. It's safe for you to let some of these parts out. It's safe for you to be brave. It's safe for you to step out onto the stage and to want to be seen and known and remembered and be that vibrant bright light that's been hiding beneath, beneath all the shoulds, all the rules of your reality. Seeing the water is like seeing the matrix because once you see it, you can change things. So today, what are you ready to see? What are the parts of you that you've been hiding? Where have your shoulds been taking over? Where have you been quiet and not saying what you actually think and believe? Where can you open your eyes and see how you've been letting your mind be your master and decide differently? Decide to trust your heart, maybe with just one thing, maybe with just one thing. But I'll tell you what, you do one thing day after day after day, and suddenly you're going to wake up one day and you're going to say, holy shit, I made that fantasy into my reality. And you will feel so full and so lit up about the life that you're living that you won't believe it, but it's even better than you imagined. This is the thing that I actually love the most about my process of reprogramming and using my five-step process in my workshop, Trigger Free, is that Trigger Free shows you the water, shows the matrix that you've been asleep or hiding in. It shows you the things that you can't see, and then it shows you how to break free. It shows you how to stop allowing your mind to be your master so that you can start living fully and completely. So what is it for you? What parts have you been hiding? What parts of you are ready to be seen? Don't you think it's time to let them be free? <laughs>